Greetings, friends. Welcome to episode one of the Soul Real podcast, where I'm going to be sharing ideas, inspirations, music, and poetry that is meaningful, deep, and real. Now, this is going to be a two-part episode, which to me is going to be extremely important, being the first, because I want to set a firm foundation for where everything else that I'm sharing is coming from. Like in any conversation, in any communication, we have to build that on a mutual foundation, yeah? And that's what I want to do in this first episode. So I want to begin this by sharing a little bit with you all about my own journey. Just so you understand really where I'm coming from with all of this. Uh, For myself, I have always, since I'm young, been sort of wondering about life and questioning things, but never too deeply, you know. But when I was a teenager, I was in school, I was in music school, and I was studying on a normal trajectory to just, you know, get a normal job in the music industry and have a normal life. But then I was faced with certain things in my life that were extremely challenging, you know, including the the death of my father. Deeply, deeply challenging experiences that made me just sort of wake up and be like, wait a minute, what, what is life? What is real? Really stopping, pausing in my life and deeply, deeply asking that question with the fullness of my whole being and heart of what is real? What is life? What, what really is this whole existence that I was just born into, I've just been going along with? What is it? What is, what is the world? Why is there so much madness happening all around me in the world? Why is there so much cruelty? Why am I seeing and hearing stories about people dying and suffering and poverty and war? What is the purpose of all of this anyway? You know, I've just been told I need to get a job. I need to make money. I need to, you know, secure financial security, have a family, etc. But why? What is this all really for? What is it, what is it all about? And so I decided to leave school, to come back to Trinidad and to try and find some sense of understanding. I wasn't satisfied to just go along with life. I wanted to know deep in my heart and soul what really was meaningful and what I should be doing with my life that deeply to me had a sense of understanding and meaning and depth. And my heart felt called to nature for those answers because to me it's like nature is just the pure living reality of life where in our world with so much information and different ideas and different intentions and you don't really know where people are always coming from and there's conflicting things and there's just so much confusion and madness and it's hard to find deep understanding whereas nature is just pure living reality it is reality And so to me, it was going to nature to try and find those answers, to seek some sense of understanding and meaning. And I would go and just spend hours alone in the forest, lying down, being present, listening, thinking, asking questions, reflecting, but mostly just being there, just being present there. And, you know, that experience, this really is a moment where words kind of break down because it's impossible with words to fully express the depth of that kind of experience. It's something that only if you have experienced it before, as I'm sure many of you have, you know what I mean? 
And if you haven't experienced it before, you need to experience it directly and personally to know the fullness of what it is. That experience of being in nature and letting go, just sort of surrendering and, and letting go of all of your ideas of who you are and what you do and who your friends are, who your family are, what your whole life story is, all of the ideas in your mind. Just letting it go and being there, present, fully present in the reality of life happening all around. It's an experience that is transcendental in a way and you see and you realize the, the fact that nature and life is just unfolding. It's just happening. And all of the trillions and trillions of creatures there in the forest are all existing and living and they're living in harmony with each other. They're not killing each other, causing, well they are killing each other, but for food, not for violence and for hatred. They're not creating poverty for others. They are living in a way that everybody, every being there is existing and living in harmony and it's working. It's been unfolding like that since the beginning of the earth. And to just be there and surrender into that reality and feel that this is life. Life is this unfolding of existence in harmony with so much beauty of birds and the beauty of flowers and life happening and in the intelligence for an entire forest to live with so much complexity and harmony. So there's that. But then, more than that, and this was, was my experience, you know, to be there and to feel that sense of things. But then also to be like, I am a part of this as well. I'm supposed to be a part of this as well. My body has come from the earth. I am an earth being. I am an earthling, a human being. Why is it that I could be in the forest? Yes, I could surrender in these moments of experience, but I can't live in harmony with the forest. And you know, I still have to go back home. I still have to go to the grocery and buy my food. All that kind of vibes in a way that I can't just be totally one with nature. But not just me, I mean our society. In a way, we live in a way that is not in harmony with this reality. Nature is the reality of life. It is life. But if our world is not in harmony with that existence of life, then something is strange there. And this is my thinking at the time, you know? Something is definitely strange there. Why is it that I can't just be and live in harmony with nature in every moment of my life and my entire world be like that? Now, here, I want to bring in something else that I think is extremely important and vital to understand when we're looking at this whole vibes of, of what is real and who we are and why the world is the way that it is. We are at an extremely significant time, I think, in the world right now in 2019 where with science we've been able to put together an understanding of the universe from the beginning to now. Uh, a cosmology, a picture of the whole thing that science has come to understand through repeatable observations, documentation, understanding. And the story, the real story that science has been able to put together is as deeply, poetically, and beautifully, and intuitively true as it is scientifically true. There's something extremely beautiful and deep there. And I want to share that with you all if you don't haven't ever, you know, taken any full depth of it. And if you have, well, 
to still take this journey with me because it's always something so deep and stimulating and beautiful to realize and to see. This is we are living in any modern world that is that is scientifically rationally oriented. Whether that is the whole picture or not, that is the reality of the world that we live in. So by having an understanding through that mode of thinking, I think is extremely important for everybody in our Western world to see that sort of cosmological understanding of where we are. And obviously I'm not a scientist, <laughs> I'm an artist, so this may not be the exact details of the story, but this is the general gist of the story that is important, I think, for us to understand. And that is, we now know that the universe is expanding and has come from a central point and based on scientists observing the trajectory of galaxies and stars they can see that it has come from a central point and is expanding outwards. So going back however many 15 billion years or something ago to the initial point of the universe or the beginning of the universe as we know it now, science has been able to understand that in the beginning there was this one energy that came into existence. Now it sounds mystical, obviously, and poetic, but this one energy came into existence, which science calls hydrogen. This hydrogen gas from somewhere came into existence and expanded into this expanding universe. And, you know, you could call it hydrogen. I think a more beautiful and poetic way to think about it is the breath of God. Or certain scriptures say that in the beginning was the word and the word was God. Or that in the beginning was the om, the sound that all things came from. In any case, we now know that at the beginning of the universe, this one energy, hydrogen, came into existence and filled this universe. And then, that by some mysterious force, that hydrogen gas in the universe started to clump together and start to, to come together in different clumps throughout the universe through this, this mysterious energetic force that science has called gravity. Of course, I think a more poetic and beautiful way to look at it is attraction, passion, love, the need to come together. In any case, through gravity, this hydrogen came together and over millions of years is coming together and building and building and building so much hydrogen coming together and compressing and such a force that eventually the nuclei of the atoms of hydrogen fused. And as we now know, when the nucleus of atoms fuse, there is a nuclear explosion. That's what nuclear bombs are made of. We know that that is true because the bombs have been dropped. You can see the effect. And the stars were then born into existence. With those nuclear explosions, light came into existence in the universe. And not only that, but that hydrogen energy also fused into more complex forms of energy. The different elements that we now know of, that science has labeled on the periodic table of elements, the different forms of atoms. All of this increasing complexity that has happened from the one energy, hydrogen, congealing together through gravity, nuclear fusion, and all of these different elements being born, being formed inside of stars. And then that eventually the stars 
as the energy burns out, they have a life cycle that eventually they explode, there's a supernova, and that energy is scattered all across the universe. Those elements that were created inside of the stars were scattered all across the universe, and the universe was filled with this fertility of different elements, iron, oxygen, carbon, selenium, magnesium, all these vibes were came from inside of stars, scattered across the universe. And then that these elements in different areas eventually clumped together themselves, caught in the gravitational field of stars and themselves became masses of elements that we call planets. And on at least one of those planets that we know of, one of those most complex elements began to come together to form a new level of complexity that we call an organism, a single-celled organism, that was then somehow able to discern what would be good for it, what would help it to stay together, to grow, to sustain itself, and what would be harmful for it, what would make it dissipate, die. And then to be able to pass on this knowledge through its genes, through reproduction, encoding it in genes, and passing on that knowledge to the next generation, which then learns more and then passes on that knowledge and an increasing knowledge of the environment and how to exist in the environment is being passed on through evolution. This, I mean, you know, this is science, but at the same time, when you really look at it, it's so incredibly miraculous and complex and beautiful that it is, it's just beautiful. <laughs> So that was 4.5 billion years ago that that first single-celled organism began its existence and then passing on that information through the whole cycle of evolution has now 4.5 billion years later come to be the earth that we know with its abundance of life forms and such, with such an enchanting diversity of complex organisms with color with form, with beauty, you know, it's art, it has sound, it has music. This incredible earth that we know has all come out of that chain of evolution from the first energy that ever came into existence all the way to now, but it doesn't end there. Then those same carbon life forms reached a new level of complexity where they were not, ab not only able to decide what was good for them, what was bad for them and to pass it on, but were then able to be conscious of what they were doing, to be conscious that they were conscious, to be aware of its own intelligence. And that is the unique gift of the human being. We are the same carbon life forms from the entire existence of the earth, now at such a level of complexity that we can share ideas like this, we can learn, we can create art, we can create music and share things. We can choose for ourselves what to do with our lives. We can imagine. Our mind is no longer just restricted to survival needs. We could now imagine new possibilities and create things. It is so beautiful and miraculous what we are. And friends, you know, it's mystical, it's poetic, it is sacred. But at the same time, this is science. This is the reality of the universe. 
This is the, the tangible, physical reality of things. This is what science knows. We are now the leading edge of the evolution of the universe, all the way back from the first ever hydrogen atom that came into existence in an unbroken chain or web, all the way to now, to you, to me. We are the universe. We are the universal energy now able to be conscious of itself appreciate itself, understand itself, and to choose how we live and what we do with our life. Friends, please pause and absorb for a moment the depth and the dignity of that reality. my ancient ancestors shining light out to guide and direct us in the dark of the night they connect us to the soul of the universe they creep silently through the nighttime sky make their way every day every night before your birth on the earth they shine their light ancient in the truth of a wise in the light that they shine On holy scriptures in the sky With these words to remind the Sons and daughters of the universe The world rejoiced at the moment of your birth We celebrate when you realize your worth Child of the universe Sons and daughters of this creation the family to the earth and the sun You bless the ground that you walk upon In your soul is the foundation Just don't show And when it feels like your heart just can't go When the heights of your mind only feels low You find your soul and you find your way home When it feels like your life is a hard road When it feels like you're holding a heavy load When you feel you wanna leave but you can't go You find your soul and you find your way home Then you find your way home You find your way home And then you find your way home But in the stars of the sky Unto your soul you will find But in these words to remind Daughters of the universe, the world rejoiced at the moment of your birth. We celebrate when you realize your worth, child of the universe. 
Sons and daughters of this creation A family to the earth and the sun You bless the ground that you walk upon In your soul is the foundation In your soul is the foundation In your soul is the foundation So remember who you are Remember who you are In your soul is the truth and the light of the stars You are the artist and you are the art You are the flame and the original spark Whole universe in the space of your heart so Remember who you are But in your soul is the truth and the light of the stars You are the artist and you are the art You are the flame and the original spark Holy universe in the space of your heart Remember
friends, and the story does not end there. It is clear to see that the world that we live in is not in harmony with that truth of who we are. And in part two of this podcast, I want to talk in very practical terms about how we live in harmony with that truth, how we can enliven it in our lives and live deeply and genuinely from that place in practical terms. So stay tuned. If you feel any vibes, join me again next week and we share from that level. And just one last thing before I go, friends, if you are as fascinated as I am by that scientific understanding of our cosmology and you want to learn more, there's a really beautiful documentary that you can check out. It's called The Journey of the Universe, made by Brian Swim and Mary Evelyn Tucker. I will post the links here on the podcast so you can check it out and deepen it. I highly, highly recommend it. Seen. Give thanks for listening, friends. If you're feeling this vibes, please connect with me, message me, Facebook or Instagram, Soulman Music, or email soulmanmusic at gmail.com. I really look forward to hearing from you and to sharing with you again next week from this Real Vibes. Seen. Give thanks, friends.